Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I'd like to start the show this week with a joke. Oh, boy. Here we go. So there's this guy, and he works at a grocery store, and he works in the produce section, and he's, like, stacking up the oranges and the apples and stuff and making it look all nice. And this lady comes over who's shopping, and she asks, I can't find any broccoli. Have you heard this before? No? She's like, I can't find the broccoli. And he's like, well, Ma'am, unfortunately, we're all out of broccoli. But if you come back tomorrow morning, it'll be out right away because we'll get the shipment before we open. So he goes back and he's, he's whatever, he's by like the asparagus and the green beans now or wherever the hell he is. And the lady comes back over again. He goes, sir, I can't find the broccoli for the life of me. And, she, and he goes, ma'am, uh, tomorrow morning we'll, we'll, we'll have broccoli in, okay? Tomorrow morning. And, he, and he's like, man, okay, I'm just going to go back to work. Hopefully this lady will leave me alone. Ten minutes later. He's, he's stacking the bunches of bananas and she comes over and, sir, I, I'm having a hard time finding the broccoli. Where is the broccoli? And and he says, ma'am, can you do me a favor? Can can you spell cat as in catastrophe? And she says, well, sure, C-A-T. And then he goes, well, ma'am, can can you spell dog as in dogmatic? And she goes, well, of course, D-O-G. And, and he says, well, can you spell fuck as in bro- broccoli? And she goes, there, there's no fucking broccoli. And, and he goes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, people at home! What's up with that? You ready? It's the gods, the drugs from my generation, and it's a sex, the gods, the fake, the fraud, the messing with me. Come on, come on, come on! Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Talk to you. Baby. If I can be serious for a minute. For the love of God, stay away from the big McDonald's. Move to the music, play like the music. Move it to the music, yeah. Acknowledge me. Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. This week, my name is Pizza Funny, and I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never, it's him. It is him. It doth be the man in the Thunderdome. Indeed, it's DPP. And we can't hear you. 
Nope, still can't hear you. Balderdash. There you are. Yeah, it's gone now. Just like that joke, what I said wasn't funny. Well, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I didn't hear it either, Dan. That's right. Well, nobody heard it yet, so you could say it now. No. Nope. So gone. if, like, Dan tells a joke and no one hears it, is it does funny? A tree, does a tree fall in the forest at the same time? <laughs> does the Pope shit in the woods is the question. And joining us as well, the man you heard right there. He is a lawyer indeed. Bandwagon nerds, hockey talk, musical chairs, the big four, and of course, attitude of aggression. None other than the official sixth member of the DWI podcast. And I, I do not hold 100% of the power on this show, as many people would like to think, because in addition to being the sixth member of the DWI podcast, he's also going to stay. Thanks, Steve. Really, Thanks, DP. And I think he really likes that too, because that does that puts him in really high significance in pecking order on this show. Um, You've got Queen as your theme song. It's really hard to go wrong. Yeah, I I can't disagree with you on that, man. I cannot disagree with you on that at all. Um, U.S. Open currently going on right now. Uh, on the street, yeah. down the street from here, sort of. Yeah. Down Have you ever? Have you had a chance? I mean, I it's it's pretty exclusive LA Country Club, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I was looking at it on Google Maps trying to figure out. I, I mean, it's yeah for as far as the location for the U.S. Open, right off Wilshire Boulevard, really in the middle of all that concrete jungle and shit. There it is. Wow. Okay. A gigantic, beautiful golf course. Apparently so. Yes. Indeed. Keep all the grass. Well. Xander Shoffley and Dick Fowler shot eight under a piece today, 62. Uh, record. Rory's, record. Rory's five under through nine. So we'll see what happens. A uh, quick note about golf here before we move into the rest of the DWM podcast. No left-handed golfer has ever won the U.S. Open. It's the only one of the four majors where a lefty has never won it. All right, Mickelson. Mickelson was uh, doing okay earlier today. I don't know how he's doing now, but I can only see the leaderboard through the top, from the top three and better uh, for the minus three and better on the leaderboard. So yeah, you know, you know what? It, this always comes down to a fact of where Sunday it just gets to be really the most difficult pins and and the distances get even longer. So we'll see. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, you see Fowler and Shoffley shoot eight under today. I wouldn't be surprised if a winner of this tournament is less than eight under. That's how tough the U S open can be where you can just have a day where people score. And then the regression to the mean happens. Oh shit. At 290 yard par three. Fuck you guys, man. That's, <laughs> that's annoying. I mean, it's good for you, Tuddy for the rest of us. It's like, uh, listen, Dave, I'm not trying to have a 290 yard par three. Trust me. Ridiculous. Trust me on that one. I'm anything that's over anything over like, 215 i'm like I, i'll find a way to get there but this is no longer a, a par three this is more of a three and a half <laughs> but that's what you see at the u.s open right that's why par is almost always 70 because even if a course is a par 72 they're gonna find two of the shorter par fives and they're gonna go no this is a par four <laughs> i mean and, and that that la area's got you know that course and then riviera is um now, there is a course over in Ojai that this George Thompson, who designed those uh, 
L.A. Country Club and Country Club in Riviera. He designed. You can play there. You can. That's when actually actually open to the public, and it's like got a day spa and an inn, and it's it's pretty swanky. But you know, it's not not on the level of this obnoxious shit. But not to say if anybody wants to let me play there, I'll be. Yeah. Happy. I'll be happy to look like a fool out there. That's cool. I'll be happy to yeah, stroll through I, the woods I, uh, to find my uh, golf ball in your course. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, w- I would I would stroll through the woods, Dan, and end up, oh, shit, I'm on the 405. What the <laughs> fuck? Where's my ball at? No bueno. No bueno. I got a new friend at work who belongs to a country club up the road that I've only played once in my life. So, And he's already said we need to get out. So whenever he's ready, I'm not going to drop names on the show or anything or, you know, but I like love those little inns where you can just go play these really nice courses. It's funny because we always have a golf trip that we do annually. And I always call the nicest country club in the area of where we're going, even if it's private and just ask. And so far I've been turned down a lot, uh, but you, it never hurts to ask. You never know. Somebody might be like, you know what? I got a few tee times open, hundred bucks a guy. You got yourself a deal or something like that. You know what I mean? So it never hurts to ask folks. I guess that's the moral of the lesson. And then golf wise, keep your head down. And then as far as in general, don't drink and drive, drink and podcast. You're listening to DWI 380 right here on ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com, where we remind you to always use your head. Head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees. Pick yourself up a ChairShot t-shirt. You will not regret it. Get it in soft style. Feels great on your nipples. We got your nipples covered. DP, PC, and the lawyer, David Ungar. And I think we might have a run-in shortly. We'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, welcome back. 380th episode here of the DWI podcast. We're going to run a pilot show today on a new format that we're going to do, and I'm going to fill you in in this manner. It's going to be a weekly power ranking, and it's going to be based on what happened on the main roster the previous two 
TV shows, right? So as we move into SmackDown, when you listen Friday mornings, we'll be talking about Raw that just happened and the week before SmackDown. We're going to come up with our power ranking of seven. It can be a male performer, female performer. It can be a valet. It can be a, a manager. It could be an announcer. It could be a faction. It could be a tag team, whatever you want it to be. And we're going to take our list, combine them, and give you one power rankings for the week. And we're doing this weekly and basing it on what happened that week. If there's a pay-per-view, that's included for that week. Just so it's not the same every week, right? So for me personally, and for Dave, it could be different. And for DP, it could be in the middle somewhere. If, if Roman Reigns doesn't show up on TV one week, he's probably not even going to be on my list because of that week. He wasn't significant. And, and that's kind of where I wanted this to live is in the significant area. The literal definition is sufficiently great or important to be worthy of attention, noteworthy. That's what I want this list to thrive on. And maybe you'll be seeing some articles on thecheershot.com from us. Anytime we have a guest on, would love for them to make a list. If you're listening and you don't like our list or you have a list before we start the show for the week, shoot us a fucking tweet at podcast DWI. We'd be glad to mention you on the air. Maybe add your list to the power rankings that, that week. We'll see what happens, how egregious your list looks to me personally. That'll be all, all up to me. Dave's kind of nodding his head. That way I put that caveat in there for the lawyerism, you know? Yeah. Stuff that's egregious is, is always good. I got to ask, DP, what, what, what is in the back? Are you playing NHL 23? Is yes. that what's going on back? All right. So he needs to up the difficulty level, though, because he's up eight to fucking nothing. Apparently I figured out how to score goals a couple of games just... ago uh, and uh, play as the Dallas Stars, and, yeah, I'm up eight nothing at the end of the second intermission, so. Actually, I'm into the third. I was messing with like the uh, the uh, All Star uh, difficulty because hey, I've been dominating for years on the la other difficulty, but it's like, man, he can't score. Okay, I'll get NHL. I'll get the new one for this next coming season if you guys do, and we'll get like four to eight guys into a league. We could do the threes. We could be a three way three man team. Ooh, oh, we go. could do that too. Yeah, threes is pretty badass. One actually. of them. I kind of predicted a run-in, and it happened. I don't know why he's late, because I didn't really read everything. I'm just glad he's here, because now we will have trivia. It's none other than the trivia trickster himself, and I'm 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 hoping that he can hear me and that he'll be able we'll be able to hear him. AJ Belaz joins the show. I told you folks we're gonna have a run-in. Yeah, it's just like I said, even my phone's being dumb and won't notify me whenever I have a notification. <laughs> All right, Taking a nap start. with the dogs. I'm gonna I'm gonna use. Uh, Pigeons or smoke signals next time. Apparently, <laughs> pigeons are just as encrypted. I gotta make sure that my phone is ringing. <laughs> so you're just in time for me to have to repeat the new format of the show, <laughs> since you're on the show today. But you already know the new format of the show, so we're gonna go ahead and do a dry run. Did you make a list this week or no? No, I. Okay, didn't. I I didn't either. That's why this is the pilot <laughs> dry run, and DP made a list, so he's gonna run the re review. And significant seven here for the pilot episode, and uh, it's great that we got everybody here because I think we're going to have a good time doing this. So, the the floor is yours, Mister DPP. All right. Well, <clears throat> number seven for me was Damian Priest of the Judgment Day, or maybe not the Judgment Day anymore. But uh, Damian Priest for me was number seven uh, because he got his qualification into the money in the bank match. And that just makes the money in the bank match a little more interesting. I think everybody was kind of on board that LA Knight was going to be the one taking the, taking the briefcase this year, but Damian priest makes it a little more intriguing as is, you know, he has uh, 
he jumps right up there as a as a solid candidate to to take home the briefcase and and win this title somewhere down the line. So I like Damian Priest on my list right here for that. He has to be up near the top of the rankings the week before or two having that great title match with Seth Rollins. So yeah, I love him being in the significant seven for likely two weeks in a row. You know, if you would have went back another week. In addition, I agree with everything you said. This guy's a future champion. He's trusted by the company. He can go out there and work. And he finally got rid of the fucking stupid archer thing. Because we don't need bow and arrows. We don't need swords. You know, we don't need any of that shit. Talking to you, Drew McIntyre. That was my, uh... That what are you was talking my, about? Speaking, speaking of Drew darts. McIntyre. What if... Going, you know... Jumping on Dan's, uh... Number seven here. What if Drew does return at Money in the Bank, costs Seth the title, Finn leaves with the belt, Drew wins Money in the Bank? Yeah, could get That's interesting. A it's a fun Dave, possibility. Dave, Dave, that was a lot. <laughs> Ten seconds, man. <laughs> That's a lot. Not only does he return, but he costs Seth the title and wins Money in the Bank. No, not Drew. Damian Priest wins Money in the Bank. Oh, that way. Oh, okay. I see. So it. then Priest has got the briefcase. Finn's got the championship. That might be fun. No, well, Finn's Finn's not winning the championship. See, I I do like that thinking because, like Dan said, Damian was actually able to qualify for Money in the Bank. He's the last entrant for the Money in the Bank ladder match. So it, it looked cut and dry where you know we were gonna have L.A. Knight. Yeah getting that title opportunity, but Damian Priest getting it. There's a World Heavyweight Championship opportunity for Finn. We've already sown the seeds to actually getting a, a Judgment Day crack. In London? I mean, if you're going to put the belt on Finn, what better place to do it than the O2 Arena? Because they'll pop big for it. Anywhere in Ireland? <laughs> well, I mean, it's England, but, you know, still, it's <laughs> close enough, you know. Depending on how Irish you are and it's a thing that you like or a thing that you hate. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Seth Rollins is not losing the title to Finn Balor. The Judgment Day storyline doesn't need the Money in the Bank briefcase or the world title because we're going to see Damian Priest turn face because Finn Balor is being a little bitch, which is perfect and playing a great role that we need and we need to keep that faction heel. But I don't think any of that storyline necessarily needs either of those two things. Like, Seth needs to keep that belt for a while till at least Royal Rumble. And, yeah, I'm on board. Dummy. I don't know. I mean, with, with either of those guys, they're, L.A. Knight is 40, and, or 40 or 42, and then Damien's also up there. So if they wanted to put the belt on them at any point, just saying. Do you guys, do you guys think that it's more than a 50% chance that this, unfortunately the money in the bank briefcase will be cashed in on the U S or IC title again. Cause no one's cashing it in on Roman. And I don't think they want to have it cashed in on Seth either. They'll have it I think they is, need to have Seth's it. Seth's the only option. And Seth I think is they the only need, option, but they clearly said it on commentary this year that, Oh yeah, you can definitely cash it in on the U S or IC. And Gunther's already put it out there to challenging people to cash in on him. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's just how Gunther is. Well, things don't happen for no reason either. They also have... Like, he's Roman's not getting cashed in on. No. And they also have one year to cash it in. So that's plenty of time to wait on, on it and let 
Rollins have a good run with the title and then is finally take here? it off him. Is it here or is it is it till WrestleMania? Till the night of WrestleMania has to be, or is it a year? Calend- it's a year. It's one year from. It used to be a calendar year. Uh, it all, yeah, it used to always be calendar year because they and don't have it at Mania anymore. Money in the Bank, right? Money in the Bank used to used be at to Mania be. as well. Yeah. So I think that I don't know. I think the caveat it needs to be done by WrestleMania, the night of WrestleMania. Does it feel like we need somebody to actually carry that briefcase? They've it's been cashed in so fast the past few years. It feels yeah, like what's yeah. a better who's a better candidate to carry that briefcase then for a long period of time? L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the, not the, the, world. the the only person yeah. in this entire match that actually has a history of carrying a briefcase for a championship shot. And listen, yes, I'm actually talking about TNA. Listen, if we had a world champion on either side that was in a position to drop the belt sometime soon, I would totally be talking about Shinsuke Nakamura here because I feel like the guy needs to win a world title before he goes. And I think bringing this new title in is definitely a way to do it. Who knows, maybe by the time we hit WrestleMania, they finally got a rocket under Shin's ass, Seth's back to being a heel, the people are tired of singing his stupid song, and instead they start singing Nakamura's song, and you never know. Well, you know, I don't know. No, but I think I like what you said. Having the money in the bank attached potentially to the U.S. or the IC titles, um, to me those elevate these belts back to the stature that they used to be, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really buy that personally. I guess at a, from a certain angle, yes, but I think more so the overall thing is you're devaluing the money in the bank briefcase. Like you have a shot at any fucking title. You're telling me that you're not going to fucking go cash in on a world title. That's why you're there. Granted, like you want to win the U.S. title and the IC title along the way because you have a gigantic amount of respect for them. But every every wrestler worth a shit is fucking looking to win the world championship. And we've right. heard fucking the best of the best and the best of the creators and the best promoters say, if you're not here for that, well, what the fuck are you doing here? Right. But won't, won't you, uh, don't you feel like they boxed themselves into a corner last year with theory? Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Like they had no choice, but to have him go for the U S title because <laughs> the way that they just completely bungled that whole thing. And Roman yeah. wasn't going to lose the title. No. Well, then I guess that's why they did it then that way you know at the time they were like well who can we pick that you know maybe it won't be such a big deal and I, I mean, ended up not really he's kind of there. Right. he's in a pretty good place he right is. now yes I, and things were a little different last year i mean now year year later roman is is legendary status so you don't even look at it like a remote possibility that he could be cashed in on all right so yeah that's that's damian priest said number seven <laughs> hey, that was beautiful <laughs> there right? you go dp that was beautiful. Let's exactly. see how many more. I shudder to think who number six is. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Sheesh. Well, number six uh, is coming back, returning on SmackDown, Charlotte Flair. And I think Woo! simply simply Woo! for the return and having Whoa. her back on television, immediately jumps into the match, uh, into a feud here with Asuka as Asuka's handed the new women's championship on SmackDown. And there's no history there between them, of course. No, right? And here's here's yeah, Asuka's chance to redeem herself after losing her uh losing her undefeated streak to Charlotte at WrestleMania. And so I don't know if this'll lead if they're gonna keep this going till SummerSlam or what? Because this feels like a SummerSlam the, match. What did she lose? She lost what, the SmackDown title to Charlotte right before thirty five? That's how that triple triple threat winner takes all match came into being. So yeah. Yep. Asuka needs redemption in a big way. 
Yeah, and this uh, it's a weird it's a weird one too because they were it seemed like they were turning Asuka heel. Flair was trying to be a babyface before she had to disappear for a while there, but I, I don't know who's I don't know where they're going to end up turning both of these two. But uh, feud wise and and match wise, they're going to put on a hell of a show. But uh, it was just it was great to see Charlotte back because um, she's obviously the best of the best in the women's division. So, um, and definitely. you add Bianca to the mix as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could always do that. I mean, I mean, I don't think you really need to muddle that. They already have enough history. They, they've already muddled it, haven't they? They kind oh, of are already yeah. teasing that. <laughs> they they muddled it, in my opinion, when they returned Charlotte because they, there's not. I know Tony just went like, what the fuck? But there's not that many good heel versus heel matches in WWE anymore. You could say that the lines are blurred. I'm not the biggest fan of Charlotte being the number one contender in all honesty. That's just me. I know Tony's going to say, who else would you use? And then I'll just be like, they kind of painted themselves in a corner. But that that's just the, the issue where it's, it turns into the whole joke of the early 2000s of Cena wins lol. It's Charlotte wins lol. I'm sorry, did I just the dissect everything Tony was going to say? <laughs> the best women's professional wrestler slash sports entertainment in the history of professional wrestling slash sports entertainment. Greg DeMarco wants her to go into a feud with Raquel Rodriguez. Who gives a flying fuck about Raquel Rodriguez? Charlotte Flair deserves to be in the championship storyline all the fucking time. You want to do a blood feud? Do it with Bailey or Becky or Sasha when she comes back. Or do it with Bianca. I don't care. But you're going to get the three of these ladies, Bianca, Charlotte, and Asuka, at SummerSlam. This is where this is going. And take and my money watch. for that match. Bianca's going to inadvertently, in trying to hurt Charlotte, cost Asuka the title. And then Charlotte's going to lose to Bianca, and Bianca confirms her heel ways at SummerSlam. Mark my words. Oh, oh, all right. Oh, oh, number oh, five, Asuka, Dan. Oh, I was about to say, and, and words and, have been and, marked. And to all you fucking idiots out there, Asuka gets booked so bad. Oh, yeah. How many times has she been champion? She won the Royal Rumble. She's done everything. She's been booked better than anybody in the fucking company. So shut the fuck up. It's a good thing that we don't have Platt to go onto a giant rant of Bianca Belair getting screwed over. <laughs> She's been booked the second best out of anybody in the fucking company. So don't even start shit. I told Platt what was going to happen the first time he was pissed off about it. It's a long-term storyline where she eventually gets over on Becky. Oh, the fucking horror of having to do that. So, Dan, All you right, want to continue? Five. Uh, number five? That was beautiful. Number, number five. six always gets me fired up. Yeah, number six always gets me fired up. It's a good thing I only have three questions half the time. Damn. <laughs> wow. Number I'm five. Off tomorrow. I'm excited. Staying on SmackDown. Solo Sokoa. The bloodline, oh. the whole feud just, again, continues to be beautiful. Solo Sokoa now it, feuding with the, his brothers, the Usos, and trying to figure out where they're all going to end up lying in the whole bloodline, and him taking more of taking more of a role, you know, I think. is just You could see more of an evolution coming from him here, as opposed to just being behind Roman Reigns and the bodyguard. He's getting a little more attention now. And I uh, think well-deserved for him. And I want to see him challenge awesome. Rhea. I want to 
I want to see him challenge Rhea Ripley for the title at SummerSlam. I, I mean, the, 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 the stare downs between those two are priceless. So it's like, <laughs> let's go. Let's fucking go. Tony's not, uh, not, uh, not digging this one. Will Rhea Ripley still be champion when it comes to SummerSlam? Who's going to beat her? Okay, well, Rhea Ripley isn't fighting a guy until she doesn't have the women's championship. I mean, that's fair. And also, is this probably not even after that? Let's so bring back the intergender yeah. championship. Is this, is this also not there the, go, the there you go, Dan. Not that There's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I, I just realized is this also the first time Solo has actually talked on WWE television? I know he probably <laughs> talked for like the, the when he won North American for for like well, I know that some words I was, I was ten seconds. That, but. He's had some words early on more, so I think they've, like, over the last three, four months, tried to make it a point that he doesn't really say much. I mean, you don't have to oh, when yeah. you're built like the enforcer of the bloodline, like, but... And that's, he's that was his role, of, uh, you know. Yeah. His role was to stand behind Roman and, and be the bodyguard and, you know, be the enforcer. So he played the role. He didn't need to talk. That's what his role was. Let, let's he, just hope that he doesn't turn into Goldberg. He does something that only few can do, and the last person in my mind to do it all so well was Kane, which is send a message and a vibe and tell a story without saying a fucking word. And Kane did it without a face, too. That's pretty damn good. Kane, Kane had to do it with a vocalizer. <laughs> you know, it's funny. A lot of guys who are under the mask or under the hood or wearing a mask, whatever you want to say, they say that you still, you like over-exaggerate inside the mask even though people can't see you. But at the same time, somehow that comes across in what the, you do the rest of it. So it's like they don't stop trying to do the facial things. I think Sami Zayn talked about this as being El Generico. Um, it's just really interesting, the, the, the psychology that goes into that. But wait, wait. Why would Sami Zayn know something about El Generico? El Generico had the orphanage in Mexico with all the kids and everything. Why would Sami Zayn know about that? Somebody else talk. I'm going to get up here. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> Number four. Still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Number four, everybody's favorite, Dominic Mysterio. Uh, you know, the guy still gets the most incredible heat. Dancing around, jumping on Rio when she's handed the title. Just gets booed to the ever-living ends and is getting a feud with Cody Rhodes. I mean, you can't do much better than that. <laughs> so good on Dom. I hope he continues to take this and just continues to elevate himself more and more. And it's just, it's crazy to watch that because there was how many months and months ago we were saying how shit he looked and how terrible he just seemed to get worse. And now he's like, yeah, he's working on it and he's getting the heat. He's getting over as a character now. Who would have thought all you had to do is just drop Ray. The best compliment I can give to Dom as far as the, his heat magnitude is concerned is i legitimately want to see him get hurt so there you go that 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 tells you all you need to know about the heat that he's getting on him is like fuck this guy well, i was about to say you're doing 2000s heat where it's you hope to like if he gets cut the hard way not, it, yeah not like hurt hurt but yeah not like, like hurt hurt but yeah, just like you know, cut the hard way yeah actually, like, exactly dislocation not necessarily I, a break yeah. i, I wouldn't like, say why don't you come down for a couple shows with my buddy yeah. Carlos Colon in Puerto Rico? Yeah. 
Hey, you know my buddy Abby? Come into the bathroom with me. I'm going to show you something. So, whoa. Oh, that could mean something completely different now. You Boom, know here we go. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. All right. Number three? <laughs> Saying something where, where you don't have your mom. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Number three. Seth freaking Rollins. Guy's just uh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> All the time. Uh, and I know we don't, uh, we don't, this is, uh, you know, Ron Smackdown only, but him showing up on it, well, showing up on the camera on NXT on the screen and Braun Breaker getting a challenge for the title, him accepting that. I mean, He's just he's a guy who who continually being at the top of his game, but gets other people over too. And and giving this opportunity to Braun Breaker, obviously we know how good he can be. It's just it's really cool to see that too. Um, I could do without. I don't want him to really see the open challenge every week. I'm not a big fan of that necessarily, but um, more defending of the title, absolutely. And I think just his again his character just continues to get over. His going back to NXT is going to be a pretty cool homecoming. Seth's on my shit list this week. Why for He's the outfit? On your shit list. Huh? Anybody know why? He didn't return your calls. He didn't laugh at your jokes the way that he laughs at everything else. You slid didn't... into his DMs and you got nothing. You slid Finn into Balor. Becky's DMs and got something. Ben <laughs> <laughs> Balor is trying to set up this match. And show how deep this hatred between the two of them and rivalry runs. Seth did him no favors in the ring on the mic trying to quell the crowd. Seth could have done something that was not noticeable and changed the whole tone and allowed Finn to actually make a point of why this is. We've talked about this already and not talked about it even being a blood feud yet. And that's what this is supposed to be. Now, maybe it didn't get a long enough build, but at the same time... The singing for the Seth is getting to the point of when the what's were annoying. It is. And I love the what chant, but it's got to be in the right place. Fans, you guys got to fucking know when and when not to. You got to be smart fans, okay? You got to be St. Louis Cardinals baseball fans, okay? Those are known as like some of the smartest fans in all of sports where they appreciate good plays on both sides, right? They know what's going on in the game. I'm I'm texting Patrick O'Dowd right now telling him to get on this show so you can hear this <laughs> with his own ear holes. He just made a you damn know, Cardinals I, I reference. Talked about this already. Him and I have talked about this already. But I'm just I'm just saying, like, I did not like that at all. Like, for a guy, for Seth, not to fucking show a little respect to Finn, he could he could have done something. He could have done something to help because it message really got lost because there's history there. Like, dude fucking broke his neck, tore his fucking labrum and his peck all in one fucking move when winning the title against him. So I thought that could have come off a lot better, and I thought that was way too important to, to, to fumble, and I thought he fumbled there. I still think he's the best in the world right now ahead of Roman, though. I'm not disagreeing where... Because the promo, minus the crowd, was really good, where it was the back and forth between them about that SummerSlam match, the inaugural Universal Champion. And the one line that Seth used worked, but the problem is it just makes him seem more like the heel in this match than the face. Where it it seems like he's supposed to be the face, but he's kind of just putting Finn down for no reason. Because... 
the one line that I really loved was one of us got better and the other one got better. Yeah, well, you know what? You ever heard of cheap heat? Yeah, this I is, have. This is this is cheap, but on the other side, I think a lot of what Seth gets is really cheap because people like to sing along right now, and he wears these fancy outfits. So I, I just I love Seth and I think he's great, but that's kind of where I'm at right now after that whole promo in the ring. Um, yeah, I mean, we all know I don't like Seth. I'm I'm agreeing with you, but it's also at the same time he's trying to make something of the heavyweight championship. Even though we discussed it last week, please, for the love of God, don't make an open more. You'd be making more of the heavyweight championship if you would have tried to really invest yourself in the history between these two guys and uh, the last championship to be brought in brand new to the WWE. That's kind of the story they're trying to tell, and they missed. Number two? All right, Dan, you got to drop a deuce this time. Big deuce. Big deuce. I don't have a chance. Six and three get me fired up. Rhea Ripley uh, opens Raw, gets the brand new Women's World Championship, and and the, and, and adding in Dom again to, you know, this their their celebrations. She's just so over right now, and I think just the opportunity to open again open Raw and introduce the brand new Women's World Title is just fantastic, and I it, I love the fact that it's different matches the world title different than the other one uh but still unique for the women's uh for the women for raw and you know wherever they end up going with it but it's just ripley is just fantastic always and the fact that she got to open raw get the brand new title and have that celebration you know albeit short was just is always fantastic at some point Rhea and Ripley and Dom Dom are not going to be together. They're not going to be together for the rest of their career. And the perfect thing to do is when you're ready to turn Rhea face, have Dom shit all over her. And, 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 you know, that gives Dom even more heat and gives Rhea the 180 you need if you're going to try and turn her that way. Yeah, I think like Rhea is on top of the world, but the biggest problem they have is there's nobody on the periphery, on the horizon for her to go against, who is a legitimate threat. I, I mean, the only one that's on Raw who's a legitimate threat to her is Becky. No, she's on, she's on SmackDown. She's oh, on no. SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, no, no, she's right. Right, right. no, no, no. She's on Raw. My bad. Yeah, I, Becky's the only one who makes sense right now. But Becky's embroiled with Trish and all that bullshit going on there. So I, I don't, and I don't mind slow burning that. But I think by the time you get to SummerSlam, Becky and Trish probably be resolved by then. I think you got to make the move at that point to give Rhea, you know, somebody who she can go against. You know, she blasts through all the horsewomen. Um, and Becky's the only one who, but, but yeah, beyond that, looking at the raw roster, it's just, it's just a wasteland uh, of talent as far as like, it's not, not, I shouldn't say that. It's just when you look at anybody who's a credible threat to Rhea, nobody comes to the forefront. Yeah, it's it's going to be very difficult to get that off of her. Uh, let's also do a shout-out, because I did not think that a variation of Big Gold would look good with a white strap, but it does. <laughs> Dave, it's yeah. insane, because I'm running down the list of the, of the Raw roster. Alexa Bliss is out. Becky Lynch is involved. 
not Candice LeRae, Carmela's out, not Chelsea Green, not Dana Brooke, not Emma, not Indy Hartwell, not Jansen Carter, obviously. Liv Morgan I, or Raquel Rodriguez, not Nikki Cross or Piper Niven. Rhonda and Shane are working. Sonia, I would say maybe Zoe Stark with Trish in her corner. I mean, mm. you almost you almost get to the point but where you're like... Heel heel. That's heel and heel. Who's the next face? Who's gonna? Who's the face to face her at... I mean, and you look at NXT. Is it, is it Liv? Is it Liv with like Raquel in her corner? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I we've kind of seen Liv, that. Isn't Liv out? Liv is out. So yeah, who lives is out? They they don't have anybody. They have nobody. Face. They have nobody. There's nobody. I mean, they have to finish this Becky feud and have her and Becky at SummerSlam. Yeah. I mean, you just put the belt on Tiffany Stratton. I mean, now, now she is raw, and, and could be somebody you bring up eventually. And she's she's tall enough, big enough, and a big enough personality that okay, maybe. But you know, you're a good six to eight months from that. What about Beth Phoenix? Yeah, I mean, maybe. maybe. That, that, do you really? I great. I think that's a great idea for SummerSlam. To be honest with you, somehow the thing is, that you, match needs to happen. Do you want to run back everything with Edge and Beth and everything? You that's have involved. You don't even have to have Edge involved. You can have Rhea come out and cut a promo where she says, "That's it. I'm done. I don't know who else to face here." You know, and then Beth comes out, and it makes sense because they have history. And Beth's like, "You know what? I heard it through the grapevine that you were going to say that tonight." So. I don't live too far away. There's got to be a show at some point that's kind of close. I thought I'd pop in and say, you know what? I've been keeping in shape. Everybody's been wanting to see this, and I want to see how good you actually are one-on-one. Let's go. SummerSlam. Uh, it's too bad Tony Storm's in AEW because they used to have a pretty good rivalry. <laughs> yeah. That one, too? I don't, right. I, just, I just don't know what they would do other than like a random call up right like now think about this though as unlike summer. the men unlike the men's side now i look at Rhea as a possible target to get cashed in on because like we're saying how do you get past this problem of a legitimate challenger a cash in and then you go off with Rhea trying to get the title back um you know maybe that buys you a few months until you can get it to her and becky that's possible, although I'm not really sure who's in the women's Money in the Bank match that I look at and say, yeah, now there's somebody who could cash in on Rhea and it'd be believable. Well, it does give you more options because you can have a you know reasonable SmackDown transfer with you know cashing in and on the Raw side. Yeah. True. Uh, All right. Last but not least. All right, so number one. Number one. The Usos. Got to stick with the bloodline. Still the most fantastic story going right now, and it's just it just keeps turning and turning, just like a just like a soap opera. Now Jimmy and Jay are trying to feud. Are they going to stay together? Are they going to go their separate ways? Where's everybody lie? And them two just continue to be phenomenal every time you see them. Like. Blood through the line, so are the days of our lives. It's the hourglass. And you need to stick to like the human violin. That that I mean, that yeah. Was, that was my days of our lives theme. Listen, me watching Days of Our Lives worked out really well in the college commons around noon. Let me tell you. 
And he's talking about two, two weeks ago. legitimately follow the storylines in no days of our lives. Like I did when I was in college at UW-Waukesha. And all the hottest girls would be in there eating lunch, watching. And you just go in there. And all you had to do was sit down next to the hottest girls and listen to them start talking. And then just comment on what they're saying about the story. And they're like, oh, my God, you really watched the show. What's your name? And I'm like, well, well it's going to be pretty hard for you to say with your mouth. Anyway. Let's... <laughs> he's like, I can't believe that it's not his baby. What? Huh? Yeah, surprised. I know, right? Can you believe it's Marlena? not my baby either? Marlena got kidnapped <laughs> by Stefano again? Oh, my God. See, fuck you, DP. You watch Days of Our Lives, too. <laughs> God damn right. Damn it, Victor. Oh, that's that's the Young and the Restless. Never mind. <laughs> no, there was a Victor. There was a Victor. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think, most, I think most soap operas had, like, a Victor. You yeah, know, a lot yeah. of those names are... Sounds very evil. Wasn't the... Victor? the name of the Lone Ranger's cousin's horse or something like that? <laughs> sure. Toronto and Victor. How do you know that? Everyone knows that. What's even worse is Dave's right. I totally get why you went to the Lone Ranger's cousin's horse. <laughs> AJ, AJ knows where that came I, I, from. I got that reference. Thank you. Oh, that's really even more reinforcing your point. <laughs> okay. Invite Who's number one? I forgot. Is it <laughs> the Usos. <laughs> ah, the Usos. Yes, yes, Victor, yeah. Victor Uso. I'm, I'm Victor okay Uso. Yeah, the long lost Uso. Victor Uso. Victor Uso. Yes, Victory Uso. There you go. Uh, but it makes sense. I mean, the brothers are feuding, and then little brothers get involved with Solo Sokoa, so it just all melds together, and Roman can have a mini vacation up until SummerSlam. It just works. He can actually. Remember we thought the Bloodline storyline would end after WrestleMania? Oops. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't think we not thought that storyline was exactly going to end either way, right? It It's evolved, again, in a story that keeps evolving. There's the next evolution well, of the whole gotta thing. Get to, we got to get the next year's SummerSlam, so, you know. <laughs> got to stretch it out. I don't see how we... I don't, they're, they're, they're here already. They're, you're already here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've all... Like... It's like Kramer and the episode where they're running the car and see how far they can go on E, right? Like, we're already here. We might as well just keep going. Right. You can yeah. easily extend this to WrestleMania at the very least and the summer, well, the summer of blow up until the SummerSlam. So, yeah. And once you get to <laughs> WrestleMania, you're like, okay, if you just got to get the SummerSlam, have them win, and we can have a gigantic celebration. And in the 1,485th day, he loses on SmackDown. Because the Hulk Hogan. Okay, now we're done. Dan, good job today with the significant <laughs> seven agent. Bro, let me tell you something, you brother. You kicked off the show. No, I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you something. WrestleMania 40, we're getting Shane McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Oh. Oh. I don't know about that, dude. Hold on, dude. By Tony. Yep. This is going to be a big poll. No, just... no, no, no. I don't like this booking by Tony. It's happening. Fogok yourself. Yeah, they're both going to blow out their quads in the first uh, 10 seconds of the match. They'll lock up their lockup and crumple to the, to the mat. And they're going to bring it. back, they're gonna yeah, bring back that up. cart to get you to the ring. <laughs> bring back <laughs> WrestleMania 3, 6. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, here's they, what we're going to do, folks. I'm glad we didn't do the big show sheet this week because... 
what was going to be the last call, we're going to save for another time because it's an evergreen topic and we can do it whenever. Um, at the very least, if you're not on that week, Dave, I'll ask you what you had for that. And I don't want to reveal it right now. We do have some AEW stuff we want to get into. We're going to move that to last call. I think we had a great time. I think the Significant 7 is going to be excellent. The official start of the power rankings will be next week. And I think that's going to be a good way to talk about Raw and SmackDown because, as you can clearly see, by bringing up the seven most significant people of the week, you almost get into every single part of every single significant storyline. And that's what we want to talk about is the noteworthy things here on the show. So best friend and official member of the DWI podcast, David Ungar, is still here. DP, go play the fucking clip. Where the fuck were you, AJ? I got outvoted because you weren't here. How would you have voted? I said I don't think since Dave is an official member, he should still be the best friend because the best friend should be someone who's not a member. That's like our number one go-to. What do you think? How would you I have mean, voted? Can he, can he Big, be both or should he only be one? Big Dave's always going to be the, the best friend to Fuck. everyone here. I'm just done with this shit. DWI. Oh, never gets 380. Tony gets vetoed. Yeah, we're going to trivia after the break. See you then. Now a word from my god, our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Uh, don't worry, Tony. I also had to get something to drink, too, because th- there's no way I'm doing trivia sober. Um, it's phenomenal oh, funky facts. No way you can yeah, do long this intro. I got to fill up. Drink and podcast. Don't drink and drive. Exactly. Oh, Dan, your game turned off. What the fuck? Yeah, I know, right? Waited How too long. Went to see sleep the leaves now. versus the lightning. Or, uh, no, it was the stars. It's the stars. It's the leaves it was and the stars. Game one. Game one of the Stanley Cup. If you're up eight, something. If you're up eight to nothing, you think you turn the difficulty level up, AJ? At some point, I just started using one hand. I actually knew a friend that a buddy of mine actually got so bored in Mario Kart Double Dash, the GameCube game, where he actually trained himself to play with his feet, and he his him normally came in first, and his feet came in second with the second controller. Oh my god! So I don't know. That's impressive if he was playing one and two. That is impressive. Okay. I'm just, I'd like that, that guy. He didn't have to switch. That guy. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. I, fuck switch. Go on Twitch. It just. It seems like increasing the difficulty is easier than playing with <laughs> yeah. your feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. I'm just. Yeah. Do you know how yeah. talented that is, though? Dan, right. start just just start one checking people, just on the line all the time. <laughs> All right, ask ask the trivia questions, funny man. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Dave, door number one, two, or three. And don't worry, Tony. I made sure that all of these are correct. There's not a random third answer that I didn't think of, Mike. With I wanna, can, I, can I tell you something? 
Yeah. I, I, I really don't ever worry. <laughs> and that is total BS. No, it's not SDM. It's a Dave. Me worry? Two. Let's go two. Yeah. Dave's dropping a dude. Always dropping the kids at the pool. Damn it, we could have backed Dan into a corner and watched right. him drop a deuce again. <laughs> we could we could have forced Dan to take a shit again. <laughs> nobody puts nobody backs DP in the corner. <laughs> nobody puts oh. the title for your episode. Yeah, what if we, what if we right put DP in the corner? At, at DWI three eighty, nobody puts DP in the corner. <laughs> All right. If you can get it right, great closest how many money in the bank briefcases were customized all of these are going to be money in the bank questions like i said before so between men and women how many different versions of the money in the bank have there been have been customized okay cool so like customized to that wrestler because i know one's burton to our head and women the sandow men's and women's like the sandow brown case like the the leather case that he made are you talking how many versions or how many times have there just been a custom one? How many times there have been a custom one for that okay, wrestler? So how many different versions? Right. Okay. So closest as I drink the rest of this whiskey that I just poured about five minutes ago. There's been a lot of you know, just a person. I don't, I don't see you drinking, AJ. You better get oh, okay, the drink. I'm sorry. Hold on. How many wrestlers had personalized money in the bank cases? Tony puts down three. Dan says six. Dave says five. Like I said, I'd give the point if someone got it right on the head, and it is. Dan, who got it right on the head with six. I had five written, too. I changed it. (laughs) The airbrushed RVD, Damien Sandow's leather one, Otis with the lunchbox, boombox Brock, CM Punk's custom one, and then Edge also had a custom one as well. I just did. All right, so there we go. Uh, Dave dropping a big deuce there. Tony, one or three. What do you want, Dan? One or three? I want one. <laughs> All right, three. Because oh. then Dan can have one. Wow. Something that I hope that they do again. Yes, it's true. I win. Is the money in the bank case has been defended. Even since when Edge won it, it has been defended like it's a championship. Oh, who, who did Edge wrestle for the case like the very first defense of the briefcase because i think if they do this whole thing where it's like not exactly new japan but they actually defend it like it's an actual championship that might give some more credibility to the money in the bank why would you okay i'm not even gonna start with that because that's just stupid why would you defend something you don't have to but i'll answer your question yep because Mm. entertainment no no yeah Because it's my set. 
Like, man, I can do whatever the yeah. fuck I want. It's <laughs> a good answer. It's a good answer, and I have no idea the answer to this question. Who's the first person that wanted a chance at the briefcase? Who did defend the briefcase against in 2005? We all know he cashed it in early 2006. Let's see them answers. Booyaka mm-hmm. Booyaka? Mm-hmm. Dave, Dave says uh, Booyaka Booyaka 619. Dan Come and Tony are what deciding to do a. a I went first last slow time. Take. Here's a spoon. Eat my ass. Mr. Canada. Are they both wrong, AJ? Are they both no, wrong? No, mine's right. They are both wrong. Damn it. Yeah. Is Christian, Christian, at last your time has come. That is also wrong. It's not Christian. It hits someone else. Well, at least I got the same song. This is not who is Ed's defeated to win the, to get the briefcase? No. Because oh. Ed won it, he defended his case. Oh, I thought he won the, from the I, very first one. The first he's one. He won it off of Kennedy. Ryback. Yeah. Okay. Well, this, is Ryback. <laughs> this is Ryback. This is 2005. Hoffa, Sika, Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. Tony Gurria. Goldberg. Owen Hart. Matt Hardy. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Delete. Well, that gives me a chance to play so, my favorite. That's in 2005. Of course, Edge and Lita against Matt Hardy. Come on. This is just a fucking riveting round of trivia. Actually, I'm actually wearing a Lita shirt right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought you were wearing a fucking Grateful Dead shirt. <laughs> nah, it's Lita. You got, you got her name oh. in the little cross there, Amy. Come on. I can't read. Apparently, that's why he has no points. All right. <laughs> Well, anything to do with points here in today. that case, I'll That's take fine. I'll take door number one. <laughs> You'll have number one. Are there multiple points here? No, there is not. Fuck. Sucks. Dan's up one to nothing to Only nothing. Only up right? one though. Yep. That's crap. Who has competed in the most money in the bank matches without winning? Oh, oh shit. Without I've... winning. Because it's a tie if I, it's a tie if I say, fuck. It's a tie if I say who's competed in the most money in the bank. Well, one person won, the other person did. I know that you know the person that won. That's not the answer to this question. Fuck. Difficult, motherfucker. Oh, I. Who it is then? I talked about it the other week. See and watch, freaking. This is this is why I always go back to the tweet that Mag says. Dave says Shelton Benjamin, Dan fuck and Tunney Dan. both say Dan, Y2J. Go fuck yourself, Dan. At least I beat Dave. It is not Y2J. Yeah. That's crap. Dan wins. That. <laughs> That's right. It's and not I, Kane. You remember, he won the first one in Appleton. Oh bullshit! Jericho never won Money in the Bank. No. Oh my God, Tunney. <laughs> that was a. That was a freaking segment that he won the first one in Appleton. No, it, uh, Kane was the right answer, but he won one. Yeah. Kane so won the one. other person that he tied with is, is Kofi it Kofi? Kingston. Oh, I thought Kofi won by reading the money in the bank. I was 
get a red coffee. Ah, oh, ah, you should. Sucks for you. Yeah. Dan won. And Tony lost. Baby! May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go to a commercial. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. What do you mean it's let's go? Ah, what do you mean? What do I mean? It's the last thing we're going to talk about today, and it had shifted mid-show, so we do have another really good idea uh, lined up for you coming up for another week on Last Call on the DWI podcast. But this week, since we've had a lot of great discussion today, let's talk about the new Saturday night live AW show, Collision, starting this Saturday, with the main event being CM Punk teaming up with FTR to take on Golden Bullet Club, Juice Robinson, Jay White, and Samoa Joe. AJ, how excited are you for this main event on AEW Collision and the fact that likely we're going to get this big promo where CM Punk has something to get off his chest? I mean... On paper, this is amazing. In the back of my head, I'm just thinking, oh my god, you're doing everything that WCW did again. But match-wise, it should be good. Well then, Punk's definitely going to have a great promo about what happened. If you really want to do what WCW did, who was on Raw or SmackDown this week that's going to show up on Saturday on Collision? You know what I mean. How many oh, shows saying, does AEW a, have right now? Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing if they pulled the it off with somebody? I mean, if they could, I don't do think that, they can. Great. I don't think it's don't, possible. But just I, think I about that. I don't think Vince or or Levesque will actually do that to make it be like, oh yeah, no, you want to have fun? Let's have fun. I don't think they would do that. No, I mean they they'd be willing participating. It just happened. Yeah, but. It'll be Roman. Roman will just show up in the crowd yeah. and walk away, shake his head and walk away and bury AEW in five seconds. Just spear MJF, take the title. I don't even know what I would do. Like, I don't even know what, like, stipulation I would put up. You know, like, someone was like, I'd shave my head if this happened. Like, I don't even know what to say. You know, all right. Let's Tunny just... will donate his left nut if Roman Reigns comes to AEW. <laughs> oh, the right one, not the left. I'm rather fond of the left one. The right one is kind of <laughs> here and there. Well, it's always there. But but the thing is, it, it looks great. Here, it's Here's every the, fucking it, where. It looks great. It looks like it'll come. Roy Kent. 
Oh my god. Got them special <laughs> orthopedic underwear. <laughs> That's a challenging. That's challenging for the title right now. Not, so, not so tidy, not so whitey. <laughs> <laughs> so AEW Collision. It, again, it it's fine. I just don't like how they have what is See, their folks, fourth this is show. How AEW is. I'm sorry, AJ. Keep going. No, you're fine. I mean, I am. Sometimes, sometimes when watching say. AEW. I, I think I have the pair of not so tidy whiteies. <laughs> we better get to Dave. You're done. Well, let's move on to Dave. Dave, Dave Dave's uh, losing it over there. Dave, come on. I think we're all let's losing it here. We're talking let's about AEW. Let's get to no, but let's get to some serious discussion here. Forbidden Door is coming up too as well. Yeah, let's and they announced the two matches that three big matches. They only, only announced two on Forbidden Door. I mean, the third one, oh. if you're talking about Collision. Tanahashi and MJF are fighting at Forbidden Door. Yeah, that, that, that's not, that's not going to tickle my fancy. But you said they only announced two matches. There's three. Dave, talk. So AJ doesn't. There's <laughs> another one. There's Sonata uh, defending the IWGP against Jungle Boy. That's, not, that's, well, that's four. Future There's world. four yeah. matches in. They got Omega and Os- Osprey. They which got should Dan- be good. And that's coming Danielson, and o- Danielson and Okada, which will steal the whole fucking show. Yeah. The other two did not tickle my fancy. What order do you guys put these in? Because I say you have MJF, Tanahashi open, Daniel Bryan, and Okada closed. They're not going to do that. Come on. They're not going to. This is coming from the same company that decided to invade Impact and just say how shit Impact was. You really think that on their own show they're going to have the AEW championship open? No. One of the biggest, most anticipated matches between people that are never been in the same company finally getting together in the ring in possibly the history of professional wrestling as far as post-territory-wise. You're telling me that's not a big deal? I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I'm just saying. Territory-wise, it was the way, right, Dave? Because you'd travel around and fight everybody's champion. But you could do it over five months because you weren't on TV. This is the one of the biggest matches ever for two people that weren't ever in the same company. Yeah, I, I don't know about MJF and, and Tanahashi. Didn't Tanahashi and Moxley close last year, right? You and think that's Tanahashi and, and, and MJF closed this show? No. I, Okay, well that's okay. But I, I would I would put Sonata Jungle Boy first. I'd let I'd let I'd let the IWGP Championship go off because I think that that's a good pace setter of a match. Um, I I do think Okada and Danielson close this thing. That's 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 the match I think most of us are, are really really interested in. Um, MJF Tanahashi she's probably somewhere in the middle of this yeah. thing. But you know, um, and I mean, I, either it's I, well. It's either Danielson Okada or Omega and Osprey, and that's that's a toss-up as to which one goes last because those are the two. two I big I I think that Omega Osprey is the co-main event, like the second to last match, just because there's so much going on there. But the thing is, I know there's only one main event, Tony, but you know how the IWC is. You know that Dave Meltzer is gonna like. Everyone's favorite uncle is going to have his... Meltzer at all. Meltzer's Bro- already Bro- given Bro- all of his matches seven stars. I don't want to know him. Yeah. I wish to know of him. I, I don't care. Tony, you just mentioned know him last week. Yeah. 
all these matches are seven stars and they haven't happened yet. So it, it's, and it's not even in the Tokyo Dome. You don't blame <laughs> Jim fucking Cornette for this star system too, by the way. All right, well you know you, you, <laughs> it's it's in Toronto, right? That's where they're doing Forbidden it's, Door too, it, right? It, it, it's in Crazy Town. It doesn't matter. You got fucking Sonata and Jungle Boy Jack Perry going for the world heavyweight championship where you know one guy just flips the entire time and has curly hair because his dad was on a television show and another guy that just looks pretty and has some shitty looking belt and then you got mjf and tanahashi just going off and doing whatever the fuck he wants you got fucking kenny olivier over there facing against flippy dip himself i forgot i forgot how good your cornet was that was excellent <laughs> That was fucking beautiful. Uh, I, I didn't realize it wasn't him until uh, a couple of seconds went by the there. Hey, Dave, known. Dave thought he was going to see, so his eyes <laughs> closed for a second. Thought we were playing a bit, and he opens up. He's like, that's AJ. <laughs> Flip, old flippy like, dip over there. What, yeah, what's better, his cornet or his McIntyre? Don't go into it. We're done with the. We're good for right now. But what do you think, DP? That's a, that's a toss-up. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, uh, I think I'm probably going to say my cornet's better. better. I think I'm going to say McIntyre. Uh, Andrew, Andrew can do a better McIntyre than me. Well, I haven't heard that one, so hey. Oh, maybe one day when he's on the show. But, I, I mean, yes, Danielson and Okada mm-hmm. should main event this because it is the biggest names that you have for both companies, or one of the biggest names, I should say, because... Sonata, as good as he is, you have him against Jungle Boy, which, don't get me wrong, Jack Perry's good, but for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship? No, that that's an obvious squash match. MJF's not losing to Tanahashi. That's an obvious... Like, Isn't that what they're doing, is sacrificing people where that loss won't really matter? Because Tanahashi's kind of off that pedestal now, and, you know... Perry is kind of it's 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 just Tanahashi's turning more and more into their John Cena all the time. And, it's and, the exact and, same mentality now. It's even and worse Perry is you're winner, not wrong. And Perry, win or lose, gets over by just being in a match for the IWGP Championship. I mean, fair, but like like I said, and none of the World Heavyweight Championship matches are main eventing this just because it's just. You kind of look at it and just go, well, this is predictable. Why Why would we even want that as the ending? Dan, we haven't heard from you. Any thoughts here on, on a couple of things? You, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, Dan. Dan, Dan have you heard from Jim Cornette before we heard no, from you? But, uh, just just <laughs> thoughts on this card being put together then. You know, because you know all this talent. You're just not, f- like, super familiar with it. I mean, We're, it's going to be big. I mean, how excited are you? You're willing to have a party with it and have it at your place, so. Because I know I was, yeah, was going to make the joke, like, you said Okada a lot. He must be on this on the show. So, yeah, okay. Um, but, seriously, like, okay. yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't really seen them wrestle. I, I obviously, the AEW guys, sure I have, but um, I all know that, I know that they are all very, very talented and put on very good wrestling matches in the ring and so i'm looking forward to seeing those matches and seeing you know them put on a great show because i for sure i know you know daniel bryan and okada you know that's going to be phenomenal I, I know both of them the other ones maybe not so much but i well kenny omega and osprey okay i, know, I know them too i'm sure uh, and i know they can 
they're going to put on a crazy match too. So like talent wise, like this is just a, a great group of talent that can go on and put on a wrestling show, you know, maybe not necessarily not care about the storylines necessarily, but just great wrestling matches to watch for an evening. Um, you probably can't go wrong with who you got in these matches right now. Props to Tony Khan, AEW, and New Japan for putting this card together and the show and the way they're doing it. I think it's excellent. Um, Osprey making himself a gigantic heel in Canada is going to go over really well on TV as well. So, um, anything else that we haven't hit today that you guys want to get get off your testicles quick, or, or do you think we we touched on a lot of good stuff? I, mean, I, I was it. only here for the back half, so I don't know what the beginning was. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. Oh, okay. Including the joke. <laughs> Well-earned nap with the dogs. So, this guy... <laughs> and that's the end you of know... that. <laughs> Play the music. No, no I was about to say, Tony just going to a wheeze, all right? Did I, did I tell you guys that Grandpa's addicted to Viagra? Uh, Is that why he's got the stiff neck? No, uh, nobody's taking it harder than Grandma. Uh, all right. I, I have a so dumb, like, shower thought, high thought question for Dave that I thought of a few days ago with Chantel earlier. Since Teslas have autopilot control, can you still get pulled over for drinking and driving? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm just asking. It was no. one of the dumb high thoughts that I ever had, and I'm like, wait a minute, I have to ask the lawyer on this one. Tagline to this show is don't drink and drive. Drink and podcast. I think we're done. Even, yeah, because the problem is I'm drunk. I'm going to put on autopilot. Fuck no, it. No, here's the problem. You're still driving because you started it, and you have to be the one to have the ability to turn it off. So you are. See, that all, was her defense, all, too. Drive. Well, she's smarter than you. We all knew that already. Oh, you yeah, knew that three without a doubt. And end with a significant hypothesis being proved 100% correct. Um, <laughs> I think she's with me for my brains. She's not even uh, with me for my looks. Oh, <laughs> right. that Viagra addiction. That, that has something to do with it. Right, Grandpa, slow down, Grandpa. Um, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we get into the official start of the power rankings. We're going to have a really good time with that. Dave, best friend and member of the podcast, what prestige you hold? Uh, why don't you let everybody know what's going on with you and where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G, Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression, and my burner account at It's Ray Cash. Hmm. Ray Wise, Mysterio, C-A-S-H, as in dollar signs, right? That's that's the oh, one, exactly. It's it, Yeah, it's... it's well, it, yeah, and, and especially if you hate the Baltimore Ravens, please send your tweets oh, okay. to that address. It's actually R-E-Y as a Mysterio, C-A plus, S as in dollar signs, H-2-O. That's actually his new handle. Uh, yeah, he loves it. AJ, he, lo- he loves he loves Ravens <laughs> hate tweets. That's yeah, sure. And well, Suns, too. Suns yeah, too. He's, a big, he's a big Steelers and Browns fan. Yeah. <laughs> loves the Denver Nuggets. Can't is ecstatic at their world championship. He couldn't be happier that the Bucks beat the Suns in the finals the other year either. Exactly. AJ, where, where can they find you? Well, they can follow me at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. If you really want the burner account for me too, it's the James, it's Jim Cornette. I mean, shoot. You know I'm going to be going off and watching this uh, eight. 
AEW bullshit going on right here. I mean, it, it had me some Dairy Queen and some Wendy's with some Sprite, but no, I'm kidding on that one. But you can follow everything else uh, ChairShot related at at the ChairShot, thechairshot.com. Also, uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the ChairShot. You can find a bunch of different merch there. And all of our articles and podcasts as well, including this one, right, Dan? They can follow it. Can't I wait for the cease and desist letter from James E. coming any day now. I think he would appreciate me actually trying to throw on a reference here and actually doing it accurately. In all honesty, I'm going to be listening to the Cornet Experience for the next week just to see if any of them are going to talk about it. All right, I thought maybe your burner account would be at IWC Warchief. I butt chug salt water all the time. Dan, where can everybody find this show? Find in the show corner. Podcast DWI on the Twitter. In the corner. What you doing? Pooping? <laughs> oh. No. You can put DP in the corner, but can you put TP in the corner? <laughs> I'm gonna need <laughs> TP in the corner. And follow me if you want. <laughs> All over the worldwide so, social media. Title interwebs. candidate, I'm, and there are those not so And it's me, DPP. <laughs> oh my goodness, what a show! 380, oh. Dave. I guess I'm glad you're here because I didn't get my way, so I'm not happy about it. But that's fine. It happens a lot. Uh, no, in all honesty, folks, follow me at PC Tony Chairshot Radio Network, please. Thechairshot.com or all of your favorite streaming networks. Just go there. Listen. Screw that Kenny Olivier. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.